0: Hi, I'm Erin Peterson, and I'm from the Spokane Guild, and I'm so excited to be here on Spokecast. We've gotten to talk about all of the greatest restaurants in Spokane, and if you listen really closely, you might find out how to get my secret list of the best restaurants.
1: Hey, this is Spokast, and I'm Andrea Williams with... Nate Martin. And...
2: Brennan Pointer.
1: We all work and play in Spokane, Washington, and just want to share our experiences from this great city.
2: From our favorite hangouts, hikes, and happy hours, we're here to talk about all the Lilac City has to offer. But that's not all we're going to be talking about on
3: Spocast.
1: Each episode will feature a guest host to chat about how they're changing the landscape of our city. This, this
4: is, is Spocast. Spocast.
2: I still don't know.
1: know. That's why I was like leaning into the fact that I was like, how do we start this again? No, but I know our intro, our show music's going to play and then, um, well, Erin will have you say something at the end that plays at the beginning and then we're going to come right into it. Brennan, always be recording, A, B, C, we'll just like hot mic us. A, B, R. A, B, R. Oh (laughs) my
4: gosh. Always be recording. (laughs) Always. <laughs> that's good. I
2: like that.
4: Really
2: <laughs> fun.
0: You know what? It's Please just a that miracle that, that we're no. all still with it yeah. enough after this. I know. We survived. I literally cheers. think the last time no. I saw you was at terrain
2: table. Was it really terrain table?
0: Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, that's the last time. And I've just watched Oh We Are Dead, but we're doing it again.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I, I feel like we were going to have you on Yep. Mm-hmm. right around oh, that and that's
2: when you we smashed had to
3: cancel your face. it was it was it was, my face. it was that
1: week that yeah week? we saw you we were gonna have you on yep
2: on monday and on saturday That's why. and then we could oh, just never and then we
0: could just never like realign it. <laughs> i will say this it rightly scared me to my core yeah. of the scooters i was like never no because uh-huh. i am so clumsy that would just be me.
3: Haven't been on one. <laughs> haven't been on one since. I mean, they went. They went away. Per, they went. They went away fairly quickly after that. You haven't really. And then, but yeah, I haven't. Well, they did. They came back like what? The beginning of July. Yeah. And so I haven't had any. And
1: Nate, date. have you had an accident yet on them?
2: Uh, no. I have come close, not not really. I haven't come close, but I can't. I had a, like a oh shit moment where I thought I was going to have an accident. <laughs> it was on Halloween, and oh yeah, that'll do it. I was uh, was this after me? <laughs> this was two years ago. This would make, have been first, like this was the, the night I met <laughs> you, actually. This oh. the first night I met you. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, it was after that party. in drag. I was in, that drag. I was in, in th- full th- drag. I had my <sighs> you like wore,
3: you did heels, heels on. Too. I'm and so, I so jealous. My, Bl- and,
2: my blue wig and I was flying like, across this wig downtown. Was down
1: to his butt. Like this yeah. was like a full. I was place. so
2: I was just me- so messed up anyway, and I was like flying across <laughs> downtown at like two a.m. <laughs> and I was trying to get, get to me. Andrea because <laughs> I was like, party's not over. Yeah, and always
0: us. Let's keep going. I, uh,
2: <laughs> Was riding on the sidewalk because I was like, there's no one out right now. And I just don't want some crazy, like, person to, like, run into me. So I'm f- driving the sidewalk, whatever. And then I see that the, the corner that I was going on didn't, like, I wasn't going down a ramp. I was just going to fly off of it.
4: And so oh,
2: no. I, didn't, I didn't realize it until, like, the very last second. And so... Thankfully, because I didn't, and I thankfully I was strong because I didn't have time to like freak out. And I was just like, I just flew right <laughs> off, and I thought, this is it. This <laughs> like is how. Through the air this inside. is how I like <laughs> die. This is how I break my face. Like, <sighs> and I just landed and kept going, and I was like, great.
1: Okay, so wait, how tall are you?
2: Six four.
1: So six four.
2: Plus four inch heels. Plus four
1: inch heels. Oh a, a short dress. And this <laughs> wig on Halloween. I am living. <laughs> I for would. This I honestly imp- would have paid I wish, to see. I
2: wish I would have had a video of that wig flowing <laughs> in the wind.
1: I just remember you getting to my house, and then you're like, "Well, I'm gonna." I'm gonna go back out. And I was like, all right, have fun.
2: (laughs) I don't know what I did the rest of that night. I don't know either. Oh, that was such a good
1: night.
3: That
2: was a good night.
3: That was was like the first night. That was 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 the first time the three of us
2: met, actually. That's how our illustrious friendship began. Well, Well,
1: I already knew you. Well, yeah, yeah. but The three of us reunited. Yes. Not reunited.
4: United. Yeah.
3: Um, Oh
2: yeah, and the best part was is that the night that I met Brennan, I had like shaved and it was in drag. That's right. And so I have a beard all the time. And uh, the next like Like week, it was like sometime the next week. Like Brennan works right next to like my condo downtown, and so I go to First Avenue Coffee all the time. They go to First Avenue Coffee, and I was in there ordering my coffee, and I saw Brennan, and I was like. Oh, that's, that's, who is that? Oh, that's, that's Brendan. That was, and I just like, I'm not going to say hi because A, my memory is very fuzzy from then Also, I like nothing like I did that night. So I didn't, we didn't reconnect at that moment, but no. we did later. But on. I think you I guess,
1: came in to me. You yeah, came back to the I think, office. I think and I saw Nate. You yeah. were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm sure.
3: No.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyhow, whew, that was magic. Fun oh. memories,
2: mm-hmm. things that are. don't happen anymore. I was just gonna say, yeah. remember oh.
0: those days when we used to be able to go out to a bar and drink with our friends and dance? And I know. Get all dressed up.
2: It's so I weird. Know. I'll watch like movies or like yeah. things online where people are not like socially distancing, <laughs> right? and I'm like, that is so wrong. I feel like it's bad. I'm like, you why, why isn't anybody calling police? them out? And I'm like, oh Seriously. wait, this is not this is not how the world used to be. Yeah.
4: So. I
1: just always totally say that's not COVID friendly. Like, yeah, I'm, like why who thought yeah, of that? Yeah, like we were doing that like
0: that oh no no <laughs> wait they're hugging no yeah don't touch no I yeah know. it's it's a big freak out moment for me too i have to remind myself of when we are not necessarily where we are well, i just
2: wonder how long that like like mindset's gonna last after yeah. things could start to like kind of normalize quote-unquote mm.
4: so. it's
0: funny how like life circumstances can affect the way that you perceive the world like when i was a single parent of three tiny kids i i it was a completely different reality. So I had to remind myself, wait, I'm married now. Again. Mm-hmm. I am, you know, this is a ver- you can talk to someone and ask them questions and all mm-hmm. these pieces of your day you just wouldn't expect. So I'm expect I like it took me probably 3 years to remember that I was married all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
0: hopefully it does not take 3 years once we can get back to normal. <laughs> if you be like, "Oh wait, oh.
3: we can
1: do this again No, right? right? Oh, it we does, can plan a party. We can. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: So.
4: It's
1: it's fun. It's fun. It's one word. Yeah,
4: it's gonna be. It is fun.
0: Our uphill in the snow both ways, Melma. You guys. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Seriously.
2: It's uh, something we'll be able to remember for the rest of our lives. And it's weird how it's not been that long, but it seems like a really (laughs) long time. Oh, it's been. It's been long.
1: Time has slowed down. It's been a really long time. It's been
2: five months.
1: Um. Yeah, a little more than five months. Yeah. But it
2: seems like a year mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. so
1: when things do normalize, what's the first thing like you're most excited to oh. do? Mm. I'm sorry. I totally like. I
3: totally, I totally threw you off, Andrea. I'm you sorry.
1: Did. It's okay. I'm direct eye
0: contact. Boo. So.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it would definitely be able to be in a restaurant and ordering one of everything and sharing it with all my friends and not freaking out about germs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we used to do that all the time. Oh.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if yeah. there's a yeah. huge crowd of us, then we would just literally, I love saying that, one of everything. Are you kidding me? It's like the most freaking Because oh, then you just yeah. get a bite of each little thing on your plate and you dish yourself up and you have the ability to try all kinds of crazy new stuff you probably wouldn't before. And, mm. And everybody's socializing and having the best time, you forget what time it is, you close the place out, oh mm-hmm. it's just pure magic. Yeah. Relationships are formed over the table that you just yeah. can't otherwise. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So
1: true. And sharing drinks, trying everything. <laughs> right.
2: Well, and just being able yeah. to, like, see somebody and be like, oh, my God, it's so good to see you and go up to their table and say hi and give them a hug. And that just doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm. And everything just requires more thought and time and, like, a lot more consideration. And I think that's, like, the hardest part, right? So yeah. I totally miss that, too.
0: I just saw Anna tonight of Spokane Playground. You guys had her oh, yeah. on. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. And I was like, Huh? Air hug. <laughs> I, I haven't seen her since before the shutdown. So oh, I wow. s-
1: ran into her at first half, but it was mm. really brief. And I think that's really it. Yeah. I know. it's people that always go out, you kind of just, you, yeah, you miss a lot of contact with mm-hmm. people.
2: You do. It's weird. Sure.
1: What about you too? Well,
2: I already said that. You going out? Oh, concerts. I mean, I really yes. just want to go to a concert. <laughs> that's probably my number one favorite thing to do ever and my best friend and i we go to concerts all the time Mm -hmm. it's kind of our like go-to experience and we just have this list of people that we've been like checking off that we want to see and um we had five concerts planned this spring and summer that all obviously got shut down so none of them have rescheduled quite yet so we're just kind of like fingers crossed but who knows so yeah just the concert experience the gathering the live music all of that it's really sad yeah
3: I miss all the... I mean, I miss all the Spokane events. Like, right. I miss... I want Bloomsday to happen, not virtually. And I want all races to happen, all running races to happen. I just, like... It's really... Hoop HoopFest, like... I was we. to say, hoop I've fest. gone to HoopFest for... Uh, since 1993. Whoa. And, like... I mean, haven't played in it every year, but I've definitely gone down and experienced HoopFest for, like, almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, no, almost 30 years. And... To like not be able to like go experience like what Spokane is like famous for is like really sad like and like makes me makes me makes me sad that we got, we miss out all of these awesome events, mm-hmm. but I did get to go and run um, the Coeur d'Alene Half Marathon this weekend. Yeah, Um And that was Negative Split, who's hosty hosts it, is doing something a lot different. They're doing. They're allowing they're doing the race still. It's over three days and they have like starting times. Like every five minutes there's you start, you select your time when you want to start. You start five people at a time and you just show up to the starting line and then you just start. And then when you when I was running on the course, there was a lot of people on the course. I was like either running by them or they were running towards me, like it was like an out and back kind of situation. And you kinda just you kinda still had that race environment, but like yeah. you, you don't have that like starting line environment where like there's like a hundred of you shoulder to shoulder and i just like i love racing people like at the end of the race like i was like there was like a guy like probably like 50 yards in front of me and i was like i can beat that guy but I was like there's no point to be there's no point in beating him because he wasn't he didn't start with me and i don't want to be that guy sure. who like passes him at the finish line because i'm because I- i'm home. competitive and so but yeah it's just like it i do like that the races are starting to happen again That's awesome. in a different way yeah. I wish Bloomsday could happen in a way like that but it's just Bloomsday is like 20,000 people I would take yeah. Uh, yeah. the yeah. rest of the year yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. <So>. Bloomsday <laughs> month. Yeah. you start
1: in four yeah. weeks <laughs> Andrea oh yeah concerts too I yeah. want to go to a festival I oh, want to be surrounded no. by like 10,000 people yeah. strangers that I don't know spending 17 dollars yeah. on uh, a 16 ounce can of PBR yeah. Um, yeah, I miss that a lot because I I am starting. I just started going out to eat again recently. That's also been like the roller coaster. We're talking a little bit early of like, oh my gosh, this is really scary. Oh my gosh, we came in contact with someone. We knew someone. So it was like so much. Like I feel like there was an initial quarantine, mm-hmm. and then. Um, we listened up. We went out one night. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking we about. We tore it up. We did all the things you shouldn't have done. No.
2: It wasn't that bad. It wasn't
1: that bad, but it just was like, we walked into, it was like the first weekend Garage Land was open and we were like what is this? It was like, literally, yeah. it was everything. We still um, kept to our
2: pe- ourselves. Kept to our crew, But we went to like, but just like going uh, multiple in. places. It just felt very dirty. Like, it did. And it did. I
1: mean, the next day we were like, we cannot be doing this. Yeah, that was all. And it was one, so it was a one and done.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Got it
1: out of our systems. But now I feel like, and then it was like, we shouldn't go out to eat. We should only get to go. Mm. And then I feel like I'm, Back into the like, sure. I feel comfortable going out to eat again because we are people that I I love supporting the food and bar and event scene, music scene, art scene, and spoke mm-hmm. downtown Spokane. I mean, Nate and I no. live. Food is my favorite pastime. Exactly, we live there. No. We we live downtown. We like we like going out. It's just like, I mean, Brennan also
0: loves going out. And I do. I yeah. love going out. Yeah. Just not I dancing. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Lucky you lounge. But anyhow. Yeah. Oh, we
0: were at Lucky You the night everything shut down for yeah. the guild's annual party. No joke. <gasps> we were sitting there with we all even- of the industry people. And it was kind of touch and go whether they were going to close events down before we even had it. And a lot of people were putting, yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, they were putting a lot of pressure on the event and um, saying we don't think you should do it. And we're like, you know, we're going to make sure that we're distancing. I think we'll be totally fine. And I think we ended up with like a fourth of the people who bought tickets actually coming. And people were really waiting to buy tickets because it was really tough. So they didn't even come to get their awards. I've been passing them out, you know, ever since then. But we got the news on our phones at six o'clock. We'd been there since like three that everything was going to shut down the next day. Uh And the look on everyone's faces was so heartbreaking Uh to see all of their blood, sweat, and tears that they've poured in. And especially our friends at Lucky You who are phenomenal. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. They just looked at me and said, I don't know how we're going to do this because every single event was then up in the air and then it all canceled. Like, yeah, just the whole world stopped and we were – the comforting thing was that we were all together and so we were kind of experiencing it together and processing Mm -hmm. through it and Mm. well well, all right everybody grab a drink (laughs) we're just gonna make the best (laughs) of it while we can yeah Yeah, it was our last and we turned on the music and closed the place out but yeah it was it was tough
1: Ugh, I couldn't imagine. That's yeah. crazy. It was weird timing. See, like, yeah, I was at a party that night, and it was mm-hmm. the text messages that day, like, should we do this? Like, work, you know, like, everyone was kind of like, what's going on? Was that a Friday night? It was. It was mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. Mm. I yeah. was in Chicago
2: when everything yeah. shut down. Yeah. Oh, it wow. was wild because, like, we were there, and... um I just remember that week, like, everything just kind of, like, dominoed, and it just kept getting worse and worse. And I was like, I'm still going. Like, I don't care. I'm not, like, going to be able to travel again for God knows how long. Exactly. So, <laughs> Seriously. Uh, we went there, and actually, Illinois announced the shutdowns around the same time. And the day that we left was the last day that things were open there. So we were very lucky that we were able to actually still do things and go shopping and eat. It was still, It was very ominous, but we were able to do it at least. And we weren't, like, stuck in our hotel room. But yeah, it was quite interesting.
3: Yeah, that was the weekend Abby was going down to San Diego, and um, yeah. she canceled her p- plans, her flights. The race canceled that weekend too, and like yeah, that was kind of like the beginning of it all.
1: <laughs> Anyhow, so, this wasn't yeah. this. Yeah, this yeah wasn't sorry. <laughs> but-
3: I thought we talked, thought we talked about tangent. not talking about COVID. I'm just joking. Okay. <laughs> was that um, a conversation? We did. I mean, <laughs> not, tonight. not tonight. I didn't, I
1: needed the reminder, I guess. Um, <laughs> that wasn't, but I just was like, I used to associate Aaron with like so much of our like yeah. food and like event and that scene. And it's like, oh my gosh, I feel like that was the scene that in music and art that were just so mostly and still are mostly affected. But before we just, I'm just going to park that car over there, on the third level of the parkade. we'll set an alarm on it. Setting an alarm, okay. um, and we're gonna go into a game.
3: <laughs> I feel like we should introduce Aaron first. We should <laughs> maybe you know welcome. We've this. just known each other forever, <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> We haven't played our game. It's just like this
4: long conversation. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh my yeah, gosh. This is, I'm this is, sorry. This is
3: how, Ryan, <laughs> Dean, this is how uh, Ryan Dean Tucker started. We just had a, we started with a conversation and, and like it just went. and it's that, fine. It's organic. It's like in teaching. Great. It's, it's great. in an icebreaker. And also
2: COVID is the one shared human experience yeah. right now. It's okay to talk about it. Oh, Everybody's yeah. talking about it. It's totally fine. So don't move yeah. yourself up about the salt it. The Salts is going to be hard, y'all. Uh, so welcome to Spokast. Um, <laughs> we're here with the lovely Erin Peterson. Thank you for
0: having yes. me.
2: The uh, uh, Spokane Guild, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Newly named. Newly yes. named. Right. We did That's change said, the name. Right. It, has been, it has been a journey. We have been on a social media journey. For <laughs> and I originally named it The Longest Thing Ever was the Spokane Culinary Arts Guild yeah. because we wanted to sound like kind of fancy, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, we were going. Our intention was to um, evaluate restaurants and be kind of like a semi-critic and join in with a bunch of other people around the city so that we could get a really good picture of what was happening in Spokane. Yeah, mm. I sat down with a chef who at the time had several restaurants and was super passionate about what he did and. He said, why is no one talking about, you know, this particular thing that we're making? It's all from scratch. It's this, it's that. And other people are just reheating stuff from food services. And we've put our heart and soul into this. And I don't feel like anyone's noticing. And that was what I was hearing over and over again. So we wanted to give them a platform. Mm. And it evolved over time because at the time it was still pretty new. You know, the idea of somebody being an influencer and talking about things that are happening in the city. So... We came up with this big crazy name and my husband was like, Yeah, that's a great idea. And everybody else <laughs> that I talked to was like, What are you doing?
4: <laughs> that's a branding nightmare. <laughs>
0: so we just rolled with it for a while and it was a side hustle for me. I mm. was a classroom teacher by trade. Awesome. So I taught oh. fifth grade at Aww. Trent Elementary. Oh. oh, I miss them. But oh. I do really love the teaching profession and the interesting thing about how it kind of evolved was that more people started joining and participating in that evaluation system that we had, which we've now kind of pushed aside because I feel like it's kind of unfair to mm. judge people at this mm-hmm. time when they're just trying to survive and um, get through COVID. So we've pivoted a little, including the name. But yeah, I, it grew so much so fast that mm. I had to reevaluate. Am I going to continue teaching and give up the guild? Or am I going to pursue the guild full time and help businesses with their social media presence to try to make it, you know, appealing and craveable and exciting Mm. because so many businesses are just kind of leaving it out on the table and not taking that piece into consideration. So I had to make that choice and my husband and I sat down for a couple hours and we thought, you know what, let's just go ahead and give this a try. We're on the cusp of something totally new. And what better time to do something really drastic and crazy and make a big splash than when this industry is still kind of getting its feet under it, yeah. so yeah. yeah, dove in head first and shifted the name a little bit because, like you, we had a huge passion for the arts community and mm. the event community, and we really wanted to make sure that we were including all of those different activities and showing people what Spokane can do because it's a pretty cool place.
3: Absolutely, I uh, love. To- yeah, totally agree. Definitely. What year did this start?
0: Four years ago, almost exactly to the day. So,
4: oh wow, yeah, happy anniversary! Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it was a really uh, just out of nowhere idea, and to see it still around four years later and doing so well, yeah, it's it's pretty special.
3: Did it start as like just like an Instagram idea? Like, is that where it started, and then it then it went on from there? Like,
0: yeah, it just started as an Instagram account uh-huh. um, where we were just my husband and I are weird crazy foodies like we were talking about Chicago earlier a couple years ago we decided to go on an insane YOLO trip and go to Chicago and go to nine Michelin starred restaurants in four days yes. that's the level like we, we want something great like want if we're gonna do it we're gonna do something. it so um, it was one of my bucket listings to do that and have that opportunity in such a big food city was yeah. astounding. But there are so many pockets of excellence here. Mm-hmm. So we just wanted to show them off. And, I mean, if you Google great food in Spokane, you get, like, Sherry's and McDonald's. And as much as we love those places, they aren't those sweet <laughs> little mom-and-pop shops that, yeah. you know, you go to and you have this experience. It's not just something that you're eating to just stay alive. It is Oh, that ratatouille moment where all the different flavors do all these different Mm. things. And you just can't stop thinking about that dish, how they made it that day. And it's always different. I don't know. There's just something magic about that.
3: Absolutely. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Um,
1: Okay. So wait. Um, Where? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Where was your first experience, like, in Spokane that you were, like, maybe,
0: like, catapulted this? You know, it's funny. It was Luna. Okay. You would never expect that, but that was so long ago. I grew up in a family that was super into food. My grandfather was that guy who would order one of everything and then share it. I think that's like where I get that love from Uh is he was so sweet and came from a family that owned a bakery for many, many years and just loved the process of preparing a meal and sharing it with people and also going out and sharing it with people. So I went to Luna and had their butternut squash and crab soup and went, oh. That's what that is. At Mm. probably, I think I was 16. And then I moved away, traveled all over the South. Um, My husband was in the military. And then we ended up coming home. And the food scene had exploded since I was gone. So I went to Sante Mm.
4: and had Mm.
0: their foie gras torchon with blackberry jam. And the bread was freshly made at Common Crumb. And I just, it was like an out-of-body experience. I'd never had foie gras before. And it just started this. You know desire to go out and see what else was there yeah and now there are so many fabulous places and chefs from every different walk of life who have such different perspectives that i have really enjoyed that kind of treasure hunt
4: mm-hmm. yeah
0: oh my gosh just hearing you say that i i got
1: I, my my mouth started to water <laughs> <laughs> i was like yep yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love
4: that
2: you remember that dish asante you remember That's exactly awesome. what it was where mm-hmm. the bread came from yep. it was very spectacular description i have
3: a really fun story of sante we me and my wife went there for our like really early anniversary and then we showed up there and we had dinner and there were three other couples having their anniversary on the same night and Uh so this the oldest couple that had been married the longest like bought champagne for everybody and it was like it was a very special night and uh But yeah, I I miss Sante. Because it's it's like one of the originals of like culinary in Spokane. I feel like that's
1: actually, that's totally, it is one of the OG like, okay, these people are coming in, they're local, they're thinking differently. Mm -hmm. They're using other local, I mean, Bread, farms, bakers, all of that, yeah. and um, it was an experience. Yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. really like one of like a fine dining experience in yeah. Spokane. But Gander and Rye, yeah. grass, Gander is and rye grass,
4: amazing
2: whole. Cool.
4: Oh yeah, my actually, so
1: good. okay. Our dinner. That was at our f- Gander, first That was dinner our first
2: after. Uh, phase two oh. went into effect.
1: Like, yeah. it, we, you could go out that weekend. You could mm-hmm. go. Well, that first night, we went to. Oh,
2: we went to Watts. Which Friday was really night. good. Oh, yeah. They opened up oh, restaurants.
1: Friday. Like, they announced it that day. And they, <laughs> Andrea <everyone> was like, <laughs> let's go to dinner. I was
2: like, is anything really going to be open? And she's like, yes. And I was like, all right, let's
1: go. So we just, you know, lived two, like, two blocks from yeah. Watts and it was amazing. And it was just like. Yeah, it was super huh? good. But I was but, like, is it
2: really that good? Or are we just like desperate to want to eat now? No, no, it's really good. Yeah.
1: Gander <laughs> and right. Rye grass. So That was like, holy F.
0: Their sandwiches are like a sleeper item on their menu. They're the most delicious. Like, oh, I can't stop thinking about this. I think it's like his bacon and egg sandwich where he does like a bacon jam. And then, oh, you've got
1: everything there. I've heard more. about the sandwiches and I haven't had them and actually either. I'm so excited because their little patio is
0: open mm. and yeah. they have a little seating out, out front.
2: So they've changed, they're not doing their original menu idea then, okay.
0: I mean, sometimes they do. They actually did the craziest thing the other day which was a 30 item tasting menu. They like what? extended, I know, their this long... sounds
2: like a nightmare for them but amazing for <laughs> us. <laughs> it is
0: like wizardry, I swear. I, I can't even imagine how Pete does it but the, the talent that's there, the passion, it's, it mirrors what Sante was. Mm-hmm. And he has his totally own spin on it. They do um, fresh house pastas. And it, it's very approachable food, right? Mm. It, it's yeah. something that's familiar, but it's elevated, it's just that much more special.
1: It is elevated, mm. and it. I feel like their menu has items that I, when I would never think ever, not that I really cook, but to try and make it home. And also, like you're not going to find this anywhere else in a menu in Spokane. Oh yeah. Um, what did I had a life changing cold while well, the veal, veal ravioli um. was. A, Effing game changer, mm-hmm. but I think really my favorite dish still was this cold. octopus. Oh, I did not like that. that was you disgusting. hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, and I keep looking at it because everything I, else was
4: good though. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You were like ate half of my, of my ravioli. You were like, "This is the best thing ever." You didn't have to. I, it. I was ate like, keep a having. Bite you of had that. a couple. You have more than one bite. But that I don't know what you're talking octopus about. in like asparagus, cold, like I can. Uh, I can taste it right now. Like, seriously, <laughs> someone posted a photo on Instagram and I was like I need to go back there. I just want like everyone a at bowl our table it.
2: loved it and I was like that is disgusting. I cannot possibly eat that. <laughs> no. But like it I remember my dish me I ordered like five different things and I yeah, everything we, was we ordered, delicious. Yeah, we, we went out and everybody yeah. else got their you know octopus salad and I was like nothing
0: came. It's so good. That was our last big meal before the shutdown oh. and that was my first takeout too. That oh. was like as soon as things opened up I had a little moment. I oh my know. gosh, I can order at a real restaurant. But yeah, we we went right away and then another place that we have fallen in love with that's brand new. So you guys heard it here first. Wooden City.
2: So good. I so went there. Good. <laughs> I, I went there on Monday night. No. Tea no.
0: no oh Cuz I
1: was sitting on the patio at Whistle Punk. And, and oh, did,
4: it was Friday. Oh, but still. <laughs> Monday, I so don't like, know what today no is, actually. God, it <laughs> I thought today was <laughs> Friday. <laughs> oh, That's it was COVID so time. good, though. It was yeah. so good,
2: though. Yeah, but.
1: okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. I need to hear both because, I mean, I've heard names. What did you have? Yeah. Tell me.
0: So, speaking of ravioli, had the beet ravioli, okay. which was amazing. I did. So, I've been watching their social media, which has been on for months. The color of every single picture. It's super crisp. Like it is to die for. And I saw this salmon toast. Which sounds mm. kind of gross in theory. But no. It is beautiful. Like every element of it is so perfectly curated. And they have like this. Um, some sort of whipped egg. I can't remember what it was. Not. Ugh. Anyway. They have egg on it. They have radish. They have um, the beautiful lox. And every single piece just made Every ingredient tastes better mm. when it was all together. My husband tried it, and he's like, oh, damn, that's actually pretty good. And for him, that's really high praise. <laughs> he will pretty much stay with, like, a poker face. He looks kind of like Darth Vader all the time. Just <laughs> same expression, never changes. So he kind of raises his cheek a little bit. I'm like, Oh. Oh, well, that must be
4: really great. close. And you're
0: over here like this is life changing. <laughs> no, yeah, pretty much. Like, I am the animated one. He's definitely much more reserved. But it was great. And we had what else? We did get a couple other things. Their cocktails were cocktails on point. were great. Yeah, so. as yeah. well. Super delicious. And I've heard the pizza is amazing, and I haven't had it yet. I
2: haven't had the pizza, but it looks really yeah. good. Our friends I...
0: at Peace Pie said it was perfect. Oh, yeah. you know what? I did have a slice of pie from Peace uh, from Peace Pie. Mm-hmm.
1: Also, I feel like during covid maybe yeah. i don't remember i can't remember that place is good though God, hey sorry i want to come back to Sarnet commons so i need to go to wooden city the, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that i
2: had at Wooden city that really was like the standout was their heirloom tomato um it was like uh, a like a savory bread pudding with like a big yeah. piece of burrata che- cheese oh on top gosh. with um sliced heirloom tomatoes around it it was like a deconstructed like um bruschetta of some kind Mm. and like it had like a balsamic reduction it was Mm. so i remember eating it and thinking like this is probably one of the best things i've ever eaten in my life i also had the fancy burger and the chicken sandwich and both were very good (laughs) um but the the heirloom tomatoes were like
0: Oh my is God. that? Is that ringing your taste buds? Yeah. Back, I want to go back there photo. just for that. Dude, same. That I had the same thing and I was just showing and you a picture. Want to eat, yeah. Cuz yeah. I mean, how can you not? It was so, so beautiful. It, look, it was that bread pudding that was savory and so surprising. It was it like added a great crispy. texture
2: to it cuz it wasn't <gasps> soggy at all. Yeah. Which that was the thing I was like, "Oh, this is like crispy and delicious." Mm. And it just really went well with everything. Yeah, it was really well done. I I would eat that as my meal mm-hmm. the next time I go probably. I want to try the things but – But also I had like the Oaxacan, which was super good. And I had the Prairie Lane with the cocktails and those are both very good. The, uh, apple crisp was fantastic. It was, um, yeah it was so good yeah everything was great so and I, I remember sitting there eating my food and thinking like this has all been really really good so far I'm gonna order dessert and it's gonna be terrible and that's gonna be the thing and it was like no it's great it's delicious and I was like all right you guys I'm coming back and the space is beautiful too w- where yeah. is it at
1: it is in a random location You know where it's the not random Bokan
2: incorporated is on Riverside and it's on Riverside in Lincoln okay so it's um, yeah right. it just
1: says it's not next to anything else which I think yeah. is kind of good it's because. 24 taps. We get little like hubs.
3: Oh, it's in a new space. Yeah. 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 Oh, I yeah. haven't been down there because I haven't been downtown. yeah, there's
1: not a lot going on downtown. <laughs> so it's fair. Yeah. Um, no. But Wooden City opened. And they're OG so- places in Tacoma, right? Yes, yes. it is. Yeah. yeah. So and this- I had never
0: been there in Tacoma neither, either. I so either. I was just happy that they were brave enough to open. And Tacoma, it was Tacoma to crowded. Spokane.
2: That's an interesting jump. But I yeah. much appreciate it. So.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Right <laughs> before... All of the craziness, Spokane was in this really impressive food renaissance. Mm. It was probably like, I kept thinking to myself, what are we going to do next? You know, because there was just so much great stuff happening. And you wondered how much the population could support all of these amazing new places. And it seemed like every couple weeks there was a new spot opening. Mm -hmm. So I I anticipate things slowing down quite a bit for a while. But my hope is that these great places remain open. And so with with the Guild and, you know, our purpose in founding it was to continue to bring attention back to as many places as we possibly can. And now we have a team of 25. I cut it down. from 50. We had 50 last year. Going out and tasting stuff all around the city and just trying to keep up with everybody it was almost impossible. I was just answering messages all day, losing my mind. So yeah. this year, cutting it in half. We, you know, toss out an invite to a whole bunch of people mm. and say, hey, we're going to hit up. Like we were just came from Wandering Table and we were oh, doing a tasting love. menu there. Yeah. It was so pretty too. Kendall Yards with the sun starting to, mm. you know, go yeah. down a little bit. It's There's great. nothing better. So we had a great meal there and we all got to sit and laugh and sit outside and we're really enjoying that right now because, you know, it's a little safer. Yeah. but that's what we're all uh,
1: doing. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> it's like the only uh, way to eat.
0: Patio living. It's Pat- not yeah. bad. It's not bad at all. Especially here. But um, we just want to give them a fighting chance to be able to be featured and to bring people awareness about spots that will be their new favorite place. Mm. Okay. Ooh, I have a fun game. But
1: before, like, it's not it's not a game. I just came of it. I just thought of it. But before that, <laughs> I want to go back to the Sarnak. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like it is just tucked away over there, mm-hmm. and there's not, I think people forget about what's going on in there. The they Sarnac have,
2: com- Commons or the Sarnak Pub? Commons. Okay
1: they have the Sorry. they
4: have,
1: <laughs> they, have <laughs> they have peace pie. Yep. They have Hatch coffee. They mm-hmm. have Stellas. They have Black Label Brewing and they have Parish and Grove. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably missing
0: something else. Uh Modern Teepee, I think. Modern Teepee. And then there's the little uh, comic book Com- store next door. And and Merlins. The ba- who?
1: Yes, Merlins. But as far as food goes, I went in. I went in on Sunday, and I got coffee from Hatch. Mm-hmm. And you you can get coffee. You can get – they have black labels doing mimosa flights. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That look better than any other mimosa flight I have seen in Spokane. It's so pretty. It's- and they're
0: beautifully photogenic.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I really do I, – I think if you're wondering where to go, you guys – people need to go to that part of downtown because mm-hmm. – I mean, there's a lot in that little hub, and it's such a cool building.
0: It's one of the most beautiful, underrated buildings in all of Spokane. Mm -hmm. You walk in, and you have all of these cute little shops that are – covered, you know, so you're not walking outside on the street. But once you park, you can have a whole experience. And across the street, you have Main Market, which is one of the best markets in Spokane because they source so many beautiful local products. Mm. And it's very ethically driven, which I love. And that's another one of the things that we do in the Guild is we really want to showcase businesses that are doing it right. We don't want to just, you know, we research. And we try to make sure that we're giving people the attention who do that extra work and really go the extra mile to support local systems um but yeah they need to go more often yeah. to sarnak yeah no it's it's totally you think about
1: uh, or i think about san francisco i think mm-hmm. about portland i think about seattle they all have these common areas where there's lots of food and shopping mm-hmm. and this is i mean the sarnak commons which is it sarnak Sarnak. I've I heard it Sarnak,
0: I said it Sarnak because you I did. Saranac. I felt like maybe I, I was wrong. I, I mean, I've I heard it someone,
3: someone. I say
0: com- I Tomato. I know, you right? People know
3: what you're I talking I always about.
1: wonder. I know, yeah. but yeah. I'm like, tomato. someone should really, we should do a phonetical spelling um, on that. Find that out. Sorry. Anyhow, <laughs> it's no, such a cool area. But <laughs> I'm, not,
3: I'm just laughing because you said Tomato Tomato. And the other day, me and Abby decided instead of saying Tomato Tomato, we're going to start saying Clamato or Clamato. <laughs>
4: <And> that's cute. <laughs> I love that. Right. Um,
1: Clamato, Clem- Clamato. <laughs> I need to not take a sip. You guys, <laughs> um, guys want to okay. play a game? Oh, yeah. Well, what? No, go ahead. Yeah, play the game. Play you, your game. You
2: sounded very disappointed. Let's
1: go ahead and play your game.
2: No, go. Mm.
1: I was just gonna drill you. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. And say, Ooh. if you're out in the valley, like Sullivan Valley, like what restaurant would you go to if you're out on 57th? Like, like drill you like with some neighborhood Ooh, restaurant I like questions. That. I like a good hot list oh, question.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, hot list topic.
1: it's kind of yeah, but yeah, sure. I just thought of it. I was yeah, like, let's do it because I feel like we yeah. know downtown like the back of our hands Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. i'm always like i don't know where to eat in the valley or at liberty lake i mean i know some places in liberty lake but i think that would be like something interesting because i know personally i'm always talking about what's going on downtown so i
0: think everybody kind of is that's right a lot of business owners and restaurateurs have often told me like if i put my business way out here i'm worried nobody's going to notice it and especially in the valley i live in the valley so you know I'm paying attention. A yeah. uh, favorite would be in Liberty Lake in the Valley, and that's Hey J's. Mm. Also Piccolo Pizza, which is right next door to that. Mm-hmm. Also the Butcher Block. The it's bu- like the most wonderful little group of three places because at Butcher Block I can grab stuff for dinner, mm-hmm. and they always have top quality meats. Even in their cold case, they have sandwiches to go if you're going to the lake, or all kinds of fun stuff that you can grab and go, sauces, um, they even do, what is that thing that Gordon Ramsay makes that I love so much? Help me out. Um,
3: the, st- uh, the, steak with the, the steak with the pastry on it? it? Oh, no. no, 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 no. Beef uh,
0: Wellington? Beef Wellington. That's Thank it. You. They do beef Wellington that you can take home and make for yourself. And even like uh, for Valentine's Day, they'll put a little heart on it. Like They make it special. It's cute. Um, I also Good. really like Fujiyama for sushi. It's like oh, no. the best kept secret for great sushi in Spokane. Um, their fish is hella fresh. I absolutely love that they have a membership card, like an actual. You, you can't do it digitally. You have to have your card. And it gets you 10% off any food order.
4: Oh, wow. For
0: life. Yeah, pretty cool. That's, that's so, cool. That's, on, on that's a good tip. Yeah, wait, it's, Fujiyama it, is like in Liberty Lake. Oh, so it's, in the, okay. um Yeah, like Appleway, I guess. Mm-hmm. Is there a dress? I've, I've had
1: food from there. Yeah, yeah. I've had to go sushi, sushi from there when I went out in Barker, Baker. Barker. 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 Yeah. Baker. Barker. <laughs> Valley is so Okay, so wait, what about like mid-valley, like where we are now?
0: Mid-valley, I would, oh man, they have arepas at this tiny little restaurant. Oh man, I'm not going to remember it. But I love Choo, Choo Tortas. Phenomenal. I've heard, but I haven't been. Hmm.
1: Garrett yeah. from Indian... Uh, or yeah. not, Garrett, not Garrett. Travis, Travis from, from Iron Goat. Goat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they yes, have the, it doesn't have though. a band. Yeah, yeah. And, and Indian yeah, Goat. Yeah. in yeah. yeah. All the goats. He also mentioned
3: Butcher Block uh, as a place to get... get yeah. he, he goes out there to get his meats.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Choo-choo Torch, I've heard Which about. Does. Oh, yeah. Choo-choo, you have to go, like, yesterday. That place is baller. And I absolutely love... They have these weird pineapples like filled with all kinds of fruits and stuff and great drinks and very traditional Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to go to California, that's because I grew up from the time I was born until 10 years old in California and missed that, you know.
4: Mm. Yeah. Really mm. great,
0: made from the heart. Um, I like Three Sisters for Pho in oh, the Mid Valley. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. There are never been places. there. It's oh, obviously TTs. For yeah. barbecue oh yeah you can't not that's like south TT's. valley yeah that's a that's a drive
1: i'm just like renaming all the neighborhoods
3: it's like 15 minutes from my house
1: south valley deep valley <laughs> middle middle valley no
3: yeah <laughs> i think that's dishman Micah. that's yeah, the neighborhood accurate. yeah <laughs> can, yeah
1: can you give me a map no <laughs> <laughs> um okay so what about uh,
3: millwood there you go no. <laughs> 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 no
1: that's like where we are now wait and millwood is growing though it's it is super yeah. cute. Milk Brewing is delightful. That's so is bottles and rockets. Always a classic. Oh yeah. Um. What about? We're gonna skip downtown. What about like s- deep south? Okay. Like
0: 57. So like vinegar oh. flats, like or, oh, or no. more like just anywhere Luna? on the south. Anywhere in the south. Okay. Well, obviously Lena, because I already mentioned that earlier. Oh yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. You gotta go to Chaps. Mm. I mean, that's the that's classic. Funny. I love yeah. Celeste. She is. One of the sweetest people, yeah. and everything there is just like grandma made it. I mean, so it's some legit, you know, home-cooked food. Oh, I really like Remedy on the South Hill. It's not quite Ooh. that far, um, but it is quite a ways up there. And they have a really good um, Chili Verde. Oh, That's mm. a super random thing to get, but it's yeah. fantastic. And their brunch is great. They also have patio dining on the roof. It's super cute, and it makes you feel like you're totally somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, I'm into that. I've never
1: been on the top roof
2: patio there. No. It's
0: just so
1: funny.
2: Uh, I really like root.
4: <gasps>
0: root, how can you not? It's
2: so good. I have Root's men. amazing. I actually, I mean, I went there and I didn't realize that it was vegan. I was like, I'm gonna get the macaroni and cheese, and I was like, this is delicious. And I was like, I wonder what kind of cheese they use. And they're like, this is vegan. <laughs> and I was like. That's delicious, whatever it is. <laughs> That's
0: so, so good. Yeah, super good. Super it's cute. V- vegan food for everyone, yeah. really.
4: It's I super love that. enjoyable. Yeah. I
1: have been seeing more and more about Root in like my normal Instagram feed, like not like any business feed, but just like seeing
2: mm-hmm.
0: people going there, which is good. Also, really
2: affordable. Super affordable yeah. because Surprisingly not, affordable. they don't have
0: the protein. Yeah. So it's a slightly lower cost for mm-hmm. product, but mm. they put so much love into it. And the flavorful sauces that they have, they want to make it taste just like any other meal you would get. So it's high power stuff. I love it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, let's go up division a little bit,
1: like like mid-division. <laughs> Not past Garland. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking like neighborhood <laughs> areas. Like I'm always like,
0: where should we go eat? We're in Garland. Like... Uh, King of Ramen is a little bit closer mm-hmm. to uh-huh. downtown, but uh-huh. the best ramen in town, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and also Ashley of Umami Diaries, definitely big fan I went in there and mentioned that I knew her, and they went, oh, Ashley. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're pretty into ramen, <laughs> these Yum. girls. So that place is a sleeper. Um, ooh, Pond Tip, which is more outward Francis, though. That's good. Um, uh, I haven't, see, I haven't, I haven't heard – see, I'm, I'm making a list of places that I need to go eat. Yeah, that one is – they have the best Tom Kha, super authentic Thai. Mm. Really, really mm. delicious. Um, more up there. What else? Um, I say
1: anything above Francis is Canada.
0: That's pretty much true for me, too. I have a
1: hard so time getting up that far. Yeah. So, yeah, it's also, I mean, anything past like Pines is Idaho. So, no, it's <laughs> kind of true. I
2: mean, like, Argonne.
3: Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> hey, Someone went past Argonne, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, away. so what about like North? Even further north, there's a new chef in town at 1898, Blake oh. Caba, oh, yeah. who is. So, so talented. Actually, um, she got an award from us at the first ever, no, second ever Restaurant Wars. Did this amazing, like, smoked watermelon dish that was almost like a watermelon caprese, I remember. Maybe it was a taco. All I remember was it was so perfectly done. And every element of each bite was just, ugh. It was, you could tell there was a lot of skill that went into it. She had some kind of, like, lime gel and... Yeah, mm. there was a lot of weird random memories about that particular dish, but it was so good, and it won. Um, and it was, I think, a vegan dish as well. I think it was the vegan category that I judged. Mm. Vegan or vegetarian. Anyway, um, she just started there and is totally turning that menu on its head. It's a great little destination spot. Yeah. So if you want to go for a drive, you maybe go out to Green Bluff and then kind of wander that way. It's a good day trip spot to go and head out for happy hour. They have a great happy hour each Yeah, I've never yeah. – been up there at that time but I've heard that it's great I yeah. need to go out and revisit her because she's just yeah super talented
1: what about um, Airway Ooh, what is
0: the name is it something Soul? do you guys know what I'm um, talking about The amazing Korean place, the amazing place uh, everyone is
3: talking everyone, about everyone this everyone talks about this oh. place what? Um, I, I, yeah.
1: have, I forget what it's called I don't know what it's All called right. now <laughs> I'm Let's having look. to look
4: yeah,
0: um, that
1: place is great. I always go to Dibali.
0: Dibali. Every is time I go up, I mean, like
1: I've probably never tried the cream place because I'm always like, "Well, I'm here, I should um, go to Diwali. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a
0: place right next door. I think it's Thai. Mm-hmm. Also great. Yep.
2: House of Soul.
0: House of Soul. That was it. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> oh that was go. driving me crazy. Oh yes. That's the first place I always go if I'm in Airway, oh, and yeah? I am
1: never sad. I yeah. need to. I need to make that happen then. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. What do you get?
0: Oh my gosh, what do I not get? I Because I grew up in a neighborhood that was probably 90% Korean, mm. I am. I love bibimbap. I love bulgogi. Mm. Pretty oh. much if it's on the menu, I rotate through everything because Yum. it's all those flavors that I remember as a little kid. I would trade kids their lunch for mine because I had peanut butter and jelly and they had some crazy delicious, I don't even know, I would just say yes, I want that. That is amazing. I didn't yeah. even care what I was eating. I would just eat it and I loved it. And their the smells coming from their houses, like when their mom was cooking. If they ever, if I ever had a birthday, I'd say just get me bulgogi. <laughs> <Like> that's, <laughs> that's, that's awesome.
3: Yeah, uh, great. I I had a friend in like seventh grade that he was Korean, and his he would bring like uh, he would bring kimchi to school. And I, you know, no one, no one in seventh grade wants to try kimchi except for me apparently. And I <laughs> and, and I would eat. I like he would bring me kimchi and we would eat it and it was just like it was addictive and I think that's why I love like super sour like acidic hot food now is because like in 7th grade I started eating kimchi and like I just like I can't get that flavor out of my mouth I love kimchi
0: it's so addicting and everybody kind of has their own little twist on mm-hmm. it every yeah. little grandma has her secret recipe you know of different vegetables that she sometimes adds in and mm-hmm. yeah it, it can be totally different there's a funky little farm out by us on 32nd that mm. they make their own kimchi oh, and wow. we mm. always hunt them down it's so good mm. yeah. oh my gosh guys I'm getting so hungry right this a, <laughs> seriously
3: to do that. Uh, let's take like a five minute break and we'll come back we'll play the game and we'll <laughs> continue the conversation
1: perfect
0: I have yeah, somebody to ask me lists. where to eat all the time i have a printable
3: list. You're, you're still being recorded right now so i'm gonna put <laughs> 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 be it like, okay, okay guys uh, i'll give you my
1: secret list if you ask real nice <laughs> um <laughs> please yeah <laughs> done <laughs> consider it done oh yeah Perfect. i would love that yeah no. i'm
2: always like where should i eat and then i can i can never make i up just my go mind. to the same
3: place i don't need I to
1: where's I your go-to place Elliot's? duh sorry oh yeah Elliot's is so great Elliot's yeah. is so great Good
3: Mm-hmm. they're amazing people yeah like but yeah i need to i need to go to all these places you're talking about like i need to go to um, wooden city wooden city yes. i need to go to gander and rye grass like
0: we're so, making uh, your list
3: for you no mm-hmm. like i have a lot of date nights date nights in mind now
1: what's your go-to like non-geographical like if you like you want to go out where where's your first spot are you going to hurt people's feelings if you say
0: i would hope not i do have one spot that if I want something truly spectacular because we're pretty decent home cooks like we do a lot of research and I probably have a cookbook collection of 500 books oh yeah. gosh. It's, my gosh it's, wow. I read cookbooks are fun it's kind of amazing up. I yeah we love it's, that it's it's my favorite pastime I t- like fall asleep at night that's what I, I do that's I read so cool I that's great um I love going to Inland Pacific Kitchen when it's open Mm. and hogwash. First of all, my office is upstairs. And I always tease people that I wish that they still had the candy chute open. Because it was the candy making floor of the Washington Cracker Building on the third floor. And they had like a slide that goes down to the main level where they would take the stuff and put it on the trains and then ship it. Mm. That's so cool. So if I could rig that to be a slide straight down to hogwash at the end of the day, (laughs) that's my dream. But they're not open at the moment So Mm. I, you know, I have to say Tony's restaurants are Mm. also right up there because it's always different. Um, Everything is phenomenally made, really thoughtful, intentional food. Um, Stella's is great.
4: How can you go wrong with
0: grabbing a sandwich to go? Ruins was kind of like our special spot. Mm -hmm. You see, this is what you do to me. You ask me to pick a favorite, I'm (laughs) going to give you like 80. But then if I'm in the mood for pasta, I'll go to Italia. So those Mm. are like... Mm. I have like a little tripod of restaurants that I really enjoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, a tripod, I love it. So
3: did did Ruins announce anything last week? I know that they they're were said that they're
0: opening m- back up
1: supposedly on September second, I think. Okay, and they're going to be doing. I don't know if that's public information. Yeah, they're bringing it?
0: it back, and he did. Tony yeah. did post about it. Um, they just felt like they couldn't let Ruins go because it's so important to them, yeah. and so they're going to bring it back. I don't know if they're going to have. A slightly different menu or what their plan is, but all I know is that if Tony makes it, it's going to be delightful. Yeah, mm. yeah, they'll yeah. be yeah, they'll be bringing it back. <sighs> yeah, so.
2: Ruins. Me too. Nick for sure Ruins. Nick Ruins. Nick Ruins. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Night
0: is oh, so God. underrated.
2: I know.
1: Yeah, and they were doing the noodles on Tuesday.
0: Yes. Mm. And wasn't there was there a Wednesday too? They like did for a while noodles and then they did taco Tuesday taco Tuesday. For a yeah. And then they had... Yeah, they did brunch for a while. It's always different. Yeah. You just got to follow them on Instagram.
1: It's always
2: different and it's always like such a high caliber.
3: We're going to give our Mm. listeners ADD, by we're going to be like, Mm. where do I go now? I have no (laughs) idea where (laughs) to go. Secret lady. Is this going to be like listening to people talk about food for 90 minutes? (laughs) That's what this podcast (laughs) is going to be. But at the end of the show, we're going to tell you guys... the ultimate place to go but you got to wait and listen to that at the end (laughs) why we we should uh we should play our game
2: (laughs) good that's a good teaser i like that
1: you should have said that like 30
4: minutes ago
2: no (laughs) i already out
1: They're, yeah, they're out getting food, obviously. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, depending on what time this yeah. actually gets published. I mean, are, they, are they looking
2: at my time right now? What stage of
1: COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Let them know that
2: uh,
3: the Sp- Spokane Guild sent you in uh, Spokast. <laughs> you won't get anything, but... <laughs> you could say that you can get 10% off. You can tell them that, and you know maybe they'll give you 10% off. Brennan Pointer <laughs> <laughs> said
2: that. No, definitely
1: wasn't
0: Aaron Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> they will come after I mean, you could torches. ask
3: for a discount,
2: but you're not going to get one. Well th- right.
3: tell him if you say Brennan Pointer, say Spokane be running at least. So
2: there we go. Like oh at least I'll get some God. kind of plug. <laughs> <I can't even laughs> <run. Okay. laughs>
1: Time for the game. No.
2: <laughs> to get Brennan to shut up. We're gonna play a game. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Brennan. Love Brandon, you, Brennan. Fine.
2: Uh so
1: we refer to him as Spokane Be Running now. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
4: Spokane be running. Please. Uh
2: so I wanted to test your knowledge of cocktails. Uh not really test your knowledge of cocktails, but like, um, Believe in myself. I'm going to give you the name of a restaurant or a bar, and then I'm going to give you the name of three cocktails of their signature cocktails, but one of them isn't real. Oh, made wow. Up this the is name. tricky. I like so, it. This too. is a great game. Yo, so this is great. you just have to tell me which one's not real. Okay. Okay. You ready? Um, hopefully real. you've been to these places. I know you've been to hogwash, so that we'll go that one first. Oh,
4: good. Okay. So
2: hogwash, then you should get this real easy. It um, <laughs> St. Francis Spoke Easy, Chai Hard with a Vengeance, Earl of Mittens.
0: Earl of Mittens.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I There's a drink been. called Pair of Mittens on the menu. Oh,
0: good. I knew the St. Francis one. Yeah. 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 That one's great. My favorite there was um, swizz, the Swizzle My Nizzle. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Okay. So the next one I
2: have is Bijou. Okay. And uh, the yeah, oh so god, so cute too. Um, Catholic Rebellion, Limerick or 2 Weeks Notice. Limerick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have a drink called Haiku.
0: This is like alcoholic jeopardy. I love it. Wow. <laughs> I just said Bijou on Friday. No.
1: <laughs> it was like well, I know one was one of those. On. I'm
2: very impressed. <laughs> That's shocking. Okay, so we'll I do Luna next. Okay. Um, RBG, Mind the Gap, Madison is Smashed.
0: The last one, Madison is Smashed. Yeah. Yay!
4: Yes! OMG! But they have a drink called Madison
2: Park Smash. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so the I gilded the, the last one is the Gilded Unicorn. I thought this would be much harder for you. Uh, <laughs> that I guess I was harder. wrong. Um, so Gilded Unicorn... Mm-hmm. They have some really wild names for their drinks, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping this will be a little more challenging. Stop um me. Spaghetti Western, the Axl Rose, Schnozberry.
0: Axl Rose. Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Four out of four. That's
4: <laughs> She wins.
2: <laughs> she. No one has. No one has ever done that well on any of our games. I feel like.
0: No, that was the good. One. Sorry, I get a spokastic. <laughs> yeah, right. trouble. <laughs> yeah, was great. Great job. Now I want some it. cocktails. I know.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I just went to Bijou for the first time oh, so on good. Friday. They have a great little patio for like those doing the little patio thing.
3: The their patio is amazing. Oh, well, it's I mean, so like, great. <laughs> it's <laughs>
1: cute. Oh no. Oh no. I was just oh, you say, guys went we there. We took
3: Nate there. Uh, I think uh, that might have been the first time we went there.
2: It was like right after it opened. Yeah, we right went, out after opened it opened. And...
3: Um but, like, in the winter, it literally fits like five people inside. It was of there. so steamy inside. It <laughs> was like, like everything st- was,
2: all the windows were falling. It was very Titanic. You know we, like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, stood in yeah. there and had our dream. Like, it's a great little spot. It's but, cool. like,
3: it's Cute. super friendly. Yeah. it's yeah, it, They're really amazing. I had and, a paper plane um,
1: and a class, a uh, corpse
0: reviver number corpse two. Corpse reviver
3: number oh, two. Man. Yeah, I love and that it was one.
1: So good.
0: They even specialize in some really great non alcoholic cocktails, mm-hmm. too. If yeah. you're, you know, abstaining at the moment On or you're just helping. Self conscious or need a break, yeah. Or just maintain. Or try something new. I mean yeah. I that's a big trend in food right now mm-hmm. is non alcoholic beverages. So I know. they're on they're right on point. I you know, you got to please everyone, right?
1: It's, yeah. It's a new Absolutely. thing. Yeah, Well, it's for nice sure. for your
2: sober friends. They can come too. Mm-hmm. It's hard to be a sober person and go to a bar and feel like I can have a soda water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's some places have done a really good job of making mocktails for people, something that's just interesting and different, which is nice. Cause yeah. I mean, I have a friend that's sober, and he will go anywhere with me, which is great. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, it's nice for him to actually have something interesting to drink besides not just soda a Red water or, or Red Bull or yeah. whatever. So. I
0: can enjoy that culinary experience, too. Yeah. And yes. When you were talking about the steam, it reminded me of my favorite, favorite bar in so can that is not open right now. Tiny tiki. I want them back so bad, you guys. I remember being in Tiny Tiki with Salty Seattle. I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, but she is flippin' hilarious and you'd love her. She's a pasta artist in Seattle has been. Oh, I've heard of her. Yes, all over national news. And she came and did an event for us, and we were like singing The Little Mermaid at the top of our lungs and having the best freaking night. Every time I go there, it reminds me of that. And it was just, you know, pre- everything getting weird and you could just be free and laugh and we close it out again and Ugh. yeah it was magical so I'm really looking forward to them reopening. I feel
2: like COVID's Same. discriminating against tiny bars. Right. oh really I know. It it is. Is. And, and
1: Spokane really has a little gaggle of tiny bars. Yeah there's bars. quite a few tiny there's bars so. Maybe Tiny Tiki. Oh and the baby bar. The baby yeah. bar. Bijou LK.
2: Little something. Little
3: something.
1: Yeah. I mean there's five right there
4: but open though they are open mm. but i mean as they far as like spokane too, has yeah. a cozy a,
1: yeah. a cozy bar scene which i think is charming man tiny tiki yes. too many nights there i love that place yeah. it's great i mean fun nights but also just hearing you say closing down a bar we used to do that all the time now it happened it, it, you know last call it comes at like 9 45 and i'm like <laughs> uh i I'm on my third drink. Like, <laughs> wait a minute, the night is just getting started.
4: Got to do an it's after been... party somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah, it's yeah. called Rosars. No, yeah, Rosars <laughs> Brown's edition. <gasps> well, does like, oh, uh, Fred Meyer? You know they have theirs. They're probably forced to close then too, huh? I do
2: Oh, it, stop selling alcohol? Yeah,
0: because they have no. a funky no, little no. bar inside. No, no, no. But like, little, they oh. have like a, have you can a, pour. Yeah. yeah at
2: the what?
1: S- at is. Fred Meyer and Sullivan, you uh-huh. can legit have alcohol. It's like a bar in yeah. the grocery store. It's so That's funny. That's brilliant. I
0: know. They also have a childcare. I am not promoting that idea, <laughs> but I might have thought about it a couple of times. Don't <laughs> right. drop right. off your kids like and <laughs> get <a> drunk <laughs> at Fred Meyer? Please don't do
2: that. Uh, That would be me as a dad. I'd be like, bye, kids. Daddy's got to have a drink.
1: That's going to take me four hours to grocery shop. (laughs) And also, I'm going to need you to take a lift home. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that's another thing not running right now. We learned the hard way. We've been punked a couple of times. We had to stay at someone's house. Because you can't get – lift is not running after like – I don't know. Eight o'clock at night. It's hard to find drivers. It's all. impossible. <laughs> yeah. So, public service announcement. If you're trying to take get but a but taxis
2: Lyft. are there's tons of taxis available. So. I
1: just don't know how to get find those. No, I there's guess you go to Google. There is. Yeah. What is the app?
2: It's like Magic Taxi or something like that. <laughs> I'm not kidding.
1: The more well, you know. Because, no, I'm I'm saying like the more you know because true. I mean, I feel like that goes hand in hand with like the. The nightlife scene in downtown Spokane. I mean,
2: I used to take cabs all the time when I was twenty-two years old. Like they were, but they used to just be sitting outside of bars. Yeah, at 2 you, they, you
1: have to find them, and now. you just
2: walk out and you'd be like, "Are you available?" And they would just take you. You know, see,
1: someone needs to develop an app for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I know so that was a joke. That was a joke. I'm glad that Brennan fell for it. I do want to say I can, I totally appreciate how you said there's a culinary experience to drinking a cocktail because I, I, I live for a good cocktail. Like it is almost just as important to me as a meal. And um, sometimes the cocktails are better than the meal. Uh, That's very true. <laughs> so, and so, especially like um, when you can go hogwash. Man, those guys would probably see me bring in so many different men. That's really funny. It's like the first so many
4: first dates at so many. That's it. Like get dumped there all the time. Yeah, Yeah. no, seriously, I can't. But it's like so funny because
1: every that's like everyone's like go to like I'm sure you know I bring in all the dates. So I have a
2: funny story actually. It's not about hogwash. It's about scratch. But like I recently like got back into the dating scene and I went on like four first dates at Scratch. <laughs> and, um, it's a pattern. Not Scratch, no. sorry. Rain. rain. Right. Right. Yeah, bar. right next to. You. Yeah. yeah. And there's this, like, wonderful lesbian girl that works there that, like, she clearly could tell that I was gay as so I bring my gaggle of men in every other <laughs> day. And she... Um, I brought in two guys, like one, and then a couple of days later, I brought the same, a different guy, but very similar guy, and uh, like looking, and she remembered my drink. She's like, "Oh, you like such and such," and I was like, "Yeah," and she's like, "Oh, and you drink a Stella?" No, and he was like, "No," I was no. like, Busted. "I was like different guy." No. <laughs>
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: That I'm awesome. so sorry. I was like, it's. I thought it was hilarious. I was laughing. I was like, that's so funny. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it was like not like a, like, we had him in dating. It was like a, like, first or second date. So it wasn't like anything. But he thought it was pretty funny, too. And I just like, I was rolling. I thought it was hysterical. It was one of my favorite stories to this day. And... She ended up giving us our drinks for free because Uh-oh. she bought them for us because she felt so bad. But I I just thought it was hilarious. So. There's
0: such funny. good people there. Yeah. We got engaged at Scratch. My oh, husband and I.
2: That's awesome.
3: He
0: is a professional bassist and also works at Western Peterbilt. He's, Freaky with his knowledge of math and science, and is able to design trucks all day, and then by night, please base. It's this final Batman kind of life. Brains. (laughs) He really does. He's like Sheldon Cooper. I I married Sheldon. (laughs) I love it. He is the sweetest guy, and (laughs) he waited all the way until the end of dinner to propose. Gets down on his knee, and then he was trying to like sneak it in, you know, so nobody would notice because he's very shy. And the whole restaurant because it's on Valentine's Day, like you're gonna Aww. sneak that by on that day. The Aww. whole restaurant gets up and it's a whole thing. So every year we go back on Valentine's Day Aww. and sit in the same table, two, two spots from the window, and they know that we come. And it's it's oh, it's just wonderful. They're, like, they're awesome. the same thing. That? Yeah, we're so weird that way.
1: No, that's not that's weird. Cool. That's like so romantic. It's the that's sweet. really sweet.
3: Yeah. yeah. Scratch another. Original culinary yeah. spot in Spokane. Yeah, definitely. it was definitely one of the yeah. first. It
1: was one of the first, was, yeah. especially in that that side of downtown mm-hmm. and in our hood. Is now, the
3: Ellis mm-hmm. Supper Club was upstairs. Yeah, you could oh, go, have you could go have cocktails. You go have cocktails beforehand, and you go down to Scratch and have dinner. And I remember they did the tableside Caesar there. They said do a table-sided Caesar, and they'd make it for you. They would they would take the wedge, and they would take all the ingredients and they would cut it all up and everything and then they would put it on your table and it was like it was it was like an art it was amazing and uh and i took my parents there once it was like me and abby must have been like 20 early like we'd been married for a couple years but like we were we were taking my parents out for dinner and we took them out for dinner did did it all up and then we got the bill and we're like we're like oh my gosh (laughs) this is 175 dollars <laughs> <laughs> and we were like we were like freaking out but we we're like but we can we were like oh, we can do this, this is fine and then like but it was like scratch is like one of those places that like it was like one of my first experiences of eating fancy food in spokane yeah you know, i um, love that i
0: cute. love that
1: story uh, yeah. Tableside caesar that's a 175 dollars <laughs> that i a was like <laughs> table what no yeah. <laughs> that's kind
0: of coming back into fashion that tableside service to make mm. it feel like a special occasion mm. I know Prohibition does um, these amazing smoked old fashions where they oh, have this yeah. little car oh, and then they yeah. do this you know smoked little dome effect and they pull it up and it yeah it just it feels more yeah. special yeah. Spen-
2: I, am, uh, I think I might be alone in the fact that I can't stand tableside stuff because I'm very awkward. <laughs> and I'm super uncomfortable watching people work and I'm like Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if great. I
3: don't know if Spencer's Spencer's Steakhouse does it anymore, but they used to do a tableside potato, like a baked potato. <laughs> and like you That's Northwest. And like you would you get this humongous potato and then they would like bring all the ingredients and you'd say like, Yeah, I'll take some bacon. And all this stuff, and then they, <laughs> then they mix it all, mix it all up for you. You know
0: what? I'm having you guys over for dinner. I'm making <laughs> tableside <laughs> potatoes. Uh, yeah, I, I would love when you make tableside
3: it, right.
2: potatoes. Yeah. I'm a what sucker for a potato. I love potato. A, baked potato yeah. bar. Like, so a baked potato bar. Like a baked potato bar. Best thing ever. Oh, my gosh. It's also, like,
1: a super fun, um, like, if you're having a big group of friends over. And then it's, like, bring your favorite toppings because everyone's going to come up with random different things. And it's easy.
2: It's quick. It's affordable. You can
1: cook potatoes
0: in the crock pot. Yeah,
1: that's a really good sneaky way to do it. Mm -hmm. And then they just
0: kind of do their thing all day Yeah, pop them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way to go, especially if you're having groups over. Yeah.
2: Well, we should do a baked potato bar. Oh,
0: We should do a baked potato bar. You know, you were talking about being awkward with tableside, and it just, because we were talking about Chicago earlier, reminded me of the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to, which was a three Michelin-starred restaurant. So, like, Whew. they're basically saying it's worth a special trip, the Michelin reviewers. And Grant Akitz, I think is how you say his last name. It's a really funky um, chef at Alinea. They have this dish that he conceptualized, and he's like, a freaky mad scientist in the kitchen, but he made food that floats was his vision, right? So he gives you this balloon with a candy string and the whole meal, every dish is like a surprise. It's the it's theater. They do some crazy um, clam chowder that's deconstructed so they huh, puree oh. the clams. <laughs> this one was not my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I was not into it. Yeah, they literally pureed clams and then squirted it out of like a, uh whipped cream bottle, and oh. then on mine they made a smiley face. Oh god! Like, oh, that's <laughs> it's not a doesn't pancake. Doesn't make it better. It's gray and like <laughs> same color. So anyway, a couple of dishes were real weird, and this one was kind of hilarious. So it's at the very end of the meal. And I was afraid the whole time I was going to do something stupid because <laughs> one of these dishes they would they gave you like this flaming bowl of salt. And it just is on fire. And you're like, okay, <laughs> what's happening?
4: What I don't know. What supposed
0: it.
2: To do with the like, <laughs> yeah. Am I fire supposed to eat it? He goes,
0: no, 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 don't touch that. And I'm like, okay. So you sit there for 10 minutes <laughs> while it's on fire and you just wait. And that's part of the mystery, right? I'm going, oh, God, I'm going to die. So then the next dish was they had this pile of rocks. And some of them were rocks. And one of them was an olive paste that you were supposed to eat. And it was not great either. But <laughs> I just... I couldn't understand. so This whole time, I'm like panicking and screaming internally, going, I'm going to do something so stupid during this dinner. Sure enough, it was with the most famous dish at this place, the freaking balloon. And I have it next to my head. And because, you know, Instagrammer, I'm trying to take yeah. a picture with it. It's all of like, that content. Yeah. We're <laughs> yeah. like actually that content. I have the balloon like six inches from my head, thinking I'm good. And I'm taking my selfie. And then all of a sudden, And I'm holding down, you know, the the exposure so I get lots of pictures at once. All of a sudden, it sticks right to my face. Like,
4: the whole (laughs) sticky balloon. And
0: I'm, like, pulling it away and I'm still holding down and taking pictures. I have pictures of the entire thing. And the waiter just looks at me like, oh, sweet God, what do I do? And he goes, I'll be right back. And then grabs me his wet paper towel and I'm trying to wipe the balloon off my face. And he brings me another one and I'm like... The magic has passed. <laughs> I don't think I could, can... but it was delicious, and I I almost made it, guys. I was real close, but it was just gonna happen. how yeah. would <gasps> be I that mean, girl. I would. That, that's I need. I think that's an explanation. one of the best stories.
4: Were you I supposed to eat the
3: balloon?
0: Yeah, you're supposed to. So okay, <laughs> it said mm-hmm. you're supposed to put it up to your mouth and pretend like you're giving it a kiss, and then like suck the balloon in. <laughs> oh, that was the best part, you guys. Oh, I didn't even tell you this. So of course. This, I have to be a little extra, so I was thinking beforehand what I was going to do when I sucked in the helium from this balloon. So I did the Pledge of Allegiance, and the entire dining room was, like, erupting. Because I sound ridiculous. I already have a high-pitched voice. They legit helium? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll show you the video later, because it was great.
2: Oh, yeah, that sounds amazing.
4: Yeah,
0: it was really fun. And then you eat, like, the whole balloon and the string, and it tasted like green Jolly Ranchers. Oh.
4: Yeah. That's, cool.
0: I, that's That's a lot
1: of pressure to eating. Yeah. I feel like...
2: I love the experience, but it sounds like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it so was terrifying. Maybe you can answer this, but I heard... I don't know if it's true, but I heard that the Michelin star actually was from the Michelin Tire Company. That is correct. They wanted people to travel more and drive more so they could sell more tires. So they started rating restaurants and I thought that is brilliant.
0: That is brilliant marketing my friends. It's Mm -hmm. really smart and there's a whole system with Michelin reviewers and we kind of joke about it sometimes like we're Spokane Michelin. No we're not. But they will even do something like because they test every element of the dining room of service of the food so if they were to drop a fork on the ground part of their evaluation is how long does it take for a server to pick that fork up. Oh Yeah and get you a new one. Yeah they pay attention to every teeny tiny detail and I have to say The best experiences that we have had at Michelin dining, you know, restaurants is at a one-star or a two-star. They've always blown us out of the water. Like we went to Smith and they have the sweetest little setup and on, it's made to feel like a home, like a retro 70s home and they have regular appliances like a fridge and on the fridge they have the Michelin star drawn by their kids which is just such a Aww. sweet touch and it's much more approachable your experience is very relaxing mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're going to screw
2: something.
3: <laughs> yeah it's
0: <laughs> still like a
2: memorable beautiful like high end experience
0: changed my life that yeah it was oh. amazing
3: to get a Michelin star do you what do you how do you get reviewed i for do you, i is there a there's like a process right
0: there's no application they Send Michelin reviewers out all over the world. Uh-huh. And it's only in major markets. So, like, um. Seattle, San Francisco. Although they do also travel to some really remote locations. Like, Favikin, um, I think, is in Norway. I'm pretty sure. That was Robin, my, like, dream destination. Other than Grace. And both of them have closed. It's just really hard to stay open. Mm. To, to perform at that level all the time, not only are you trying to get that star, but then the next year you have to start all over again. And it's mm. will you get it? Will you not? Will you move up a star? Will you not oh, be on the so list? They have
2: to, somebody's back to reevaluate. And it, wow, that's really quite something.
0: Crazy pressure. There's all kinds of amazing videos um, on Netflix that you can watch to kind of like understand that process. And one of my favorite places, it's actually in Seattle. If you wanna have like a Michelin adjacent experience, um, the best sushi I've ever had in my life is at Sushi Kishiba in Pioneer Square. Mm. Unbelievable. The guy was trained by a Michelin star chef in Japan who has this tiny sushi restaurant in a basement of a subway station. And it's about the size of this like room right now. Mm. And he does such beautiful stuff. I mean, can you imagine a Michelin star restaurant in a subway station. It's crazy. But he has every different fish has a different type of sauce. And it's just brushed on lightly. And everything has to be at the perfect temperature. Just the guy who makes the rice takes 25 years to learn how to make this rice. Like it wow. is a level of perfection that you can't imagine. But Shiro was trained by him. And he at Sushi Kashiba has amazing stuff. And then there's one Michelin star restaurant that I really love, Canless in Seattle. So mm-hmm. if you want to get that experience in the Northwest, mm. you can go. It's yes. just a little bit of a drive.
1: Yeah. It's, not, yeah, it's not bad at all. I've been and to
2: Michelin star chef, restaurants that have Michelin star chefs, but mm-hmm. never to like a restaurant that actually has a Michelin star. And they were fantastic experiences, but yeah, I want to go to Canlis. I've heard lots about that. Yeah. It. It's good. Great cocktails too. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. Bokane doesn't have a Michelin
4: star. No. no.
3: Okay. No. Exactly. I mean, we're, not, we're not a major market. Is that, yeah. is that what, yeah, I'm, yeah. What, what I'm understanding?
0: We don't even have an eater page here.
3: Do we have Zagat?
0: Uh, Zagat does review. Yes. I go, okay. what? I actually know someone who's a Zagat reviewer. Oh, really? Yeah. I just know
2: that. I, is, it, I, is it actually Zagat or is it Zagat? I think Zagat? it's Zagat. I oh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I was like, mm, I don't think
3: it's Zagat. This is tomato, right.
0: tomato, oh, tomato oh. all night long. No, oh. clamato. I'm just looking
3: at you guys <laughs> like,
4: I'm going to pronounce it either uh, way. Tomato. Uh, <laughs> tomato. All
3: I know is that I don't know where, we, where me and Abby were at, but like, it, was, it, became, a jo- it became a joke the entire weekend we were there. We were like, oh, this, this restaurant is Zagat rated. Perfect. And so like, we were like... We never. I never. I've never looked into it. But then, since then, I've gone to like big cities, and they always have like a thing on their, a sticker on their. I've never and, even heard of it. And it's Zagat. You've like I've never heard of it. It's no. just, like, oh, no. They just have a sticker, and it says Zagat rated. And I don't know if, <laughs> what the system is. I don't know anything about it. All I know is that
2: Zagat has I feel approved. Like this place. You have to be a, like a certain caliber of, a, or like have a certain reputation to be Zagat rated, <laughs> and then. You get rated and you are assigned a rating. You don't, like, earn it or you don't get it. It's, like, you have it, but, like, there's a certain prestige to having it. Like, mm. so.
0: It's like a James Beard, which to hmm. me in I America is, like, the, you know, the Oscars of food in America. Mm. Yeah. Which is great. And we do have several James Beard-nominated chefs mm-hmm. here. Yeah. All, you know, throughout the Coeur and Spokane area. So yeah. pretty yeah. amazing.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, so many people are moving to Spokane. Spokane's growing. Obviously, our food scene, hopefully, even through this pandemic, is growing. We just tried people's waffles they're gonna be opening yes. up that was
2: they're opening fantastic. this week or next week um uh, so yeah super try excited found,
1: try the that was it the, forager? the forager oh my Ooh. geez yeah.
2: gluten-free waffles yeah, um best everything. waffle i've ever had yeah it was yeah. so good yeah,
1: yeah um but even it's kind of like it's crazy it's like wooden city opened we like people's waffles i'm like wow okay like if anything support opened. your mm-hmm. magnolia i, know, it's I was right, right that around. was a great spot
0: love yeah it. yeah i yeah.
2: really liked it i, I have never had it. such good french fries yeah. i honestly feel like french fries or whatever but like these were phenomenal like so good i don't oh, know if they were they like had oil that. on them and Herbs and things and. Where's just called Magnolia. Brasserie. Brasserie. Brasserie, Brasserie
1: yeah. It's in the new hotel. It's in the new hotel. Brasserie. Oh, it's
2: open now. Yeah. yeah. I haven't
3: been downtown in like weeks. I know. God, oh, I yeah. Need, I need to get downtown. Yes, so, Steve
1: Jensen is there. It's beautiful. I, I do think though, like um, encouraging people to get takeout definitely, because mm. we want our we want our little food scene to thrive even through this.
0: Yeah. Through the shutdown, I have really encouraged everyone to adopt a restaurant have a place that you go regularly and that you are supporting consistently so that mm. they can depend on that income yeah. and then you know go out to a new place every couple of weeks but really do make sure that there's at least one restaurant that you are taking under your wing and taking care of that's a good idea i like
4: that's that adopt a
1: restaurant that's cute i've adopted a brewery no. <laughs> they're have, important too yeah. they are very yeah. important yeah. yes the important So, too, with people moving to Spokane, Mm -hmm. how can they find you? Because, obviously, it's all about where where should we go eat in Spokane. Where do we go out? So,
0: how can people find the Guild? So, we have a website, spokaneguild.com, and that's a really easy way to find our big list. We have a list of winners every year. Our 2019 list is up on the website, but so is 2018 and 2017. So, you can go and look for, you know, restaurants that have been performing well for many years and they're still around and still doing great we update it often Um, to know where i'm going right now whether you're on facebook or on instagram i am on both i am kind of unique in that i want to make sure i'm available to lots of different people through a couple different platforms and we have a group called spokane foodies on facebook so spokane guild foodies if you want to find us there and that's a great place to talk to new people and, you know, we'll share about events there. Of course, there's not a whole lot happening right now, but when there are small events or openings and we want to let you know and you can meet some new people in the city and, and just have conversation around food. We're not just sharing about restaurants. We're also sharing recipes. So you can, you know, take part in that food culture. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Spokane.Guild. And that's the easiest way to see live video of what I'm doing because I post regularly to stories, Mm. which I think is most people's favorite thing on Instagram right Mm -hmm. now. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I just went, I do a lot of food, but I also do travel. That's been kind of a new thing and one of the purposes of switching the name to Spokane Guild. And Guild means um, a group of people trying to do something positive together. Mm. So Mm. that was, you know, the whole purpose of the name. But I just went to Leavenworth. On a quick little staycation. I saw that.
2: Uh, I want to go there so bad. You have
0: no idea. It's like you're a newborn baby. I
2: keep hearing about it. Uh,
0: Post Hotel was so, so wonderful. And if you want to get away from Spokane, close by. So gorgeous. Yeah, three hours. The most magical spa I've ever been to in my life. Um, You basically, time doesn't exist. I had no idea where I was or when I was. It was everything I needed to get a little break from COVID. clearly mm. I need to go look at this. This yeah. sounds amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post. So one of the things I do too is with stories, I'll post my highlights down below. And so if you miss something that's big like that, when I go to a destination, then you can check up on past places. I also went to the Inn at Blackberry Creek in Walla Walla, which was mm. stupid beautiful. You have your own hot tub. Yeah, it was great. Mm. And they bring you cheesecake. I ate cheesecake in my hot tub. I wasn't supposed to, be, but I did. Um, oh. <laughs> that was my weird little dream goals. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs>
3: I was just gonna say. Um, I don't know if you, if we should, if you, if you want me to speak on this at all. I want to commend you on what you do on Facebook and shutting down all the trolls. Mm-hmm. I will say, I see your name pop up so much when someone is talking crap about a restaurant or talking this it's it's very there's just so many terrible people on facebook it's just a place for a lot of people who just wanted to talk a lot of shit and i just i hate it so much and but i will say like i love that you are on there and that you're like speaking up for the the restaurants in our city because like there's a lot of good people here, and I love that you're doing that. Like I, I see it, and so I think it's really cool.
0: I appreciate that. That means more to me, I think, than anything. That's like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, it's, it can be really hard I, with 20,000 collective followers on all of the different platforms and the website. It's pretty exhausting to have people with very bold, very different opinions, and especially when marginalized populations are attacked Mm -hmm. that's like my hot point Mm -hmm. i i feel very protective of my friends and people who don't necessarily get the easiest shake in life um but especially restaurant owners who are really trying they work so dang hard for so little and with the margins in the restaurant industry being very small Mm -hmm. um you know that 30 30 30 10 idea just makes me scared to think about it and they're putting their hearts and lives on the line every day but I think being a teacher, I tend to like to manage discussions and keep them appropriate. And especially as a digital, um, digitally-minded educator, I went to an international tech conference every year for six years. Uh, 40,000 teachers from around the world at these ISTE conferences. It's pretty amazing. But we're always on the forefront of what's next. And part of that is discourse and how to frame positive discourse mm. and um, that's really important to us. I
3: will say that about that too, is that it never comes across as being, you never come across as being very like better than, or like you need to learn or anything like this, like speaking down to anybody. It's always very like, you should learn about this or very like, it's very open-minded. And I love that. I love that you're, that you do that and that you take time to be an advocate and an ally for all these people. So that's, I think that's really, that's, that's awesome.
0: I think of every person as, like, a grown-up fifth grader. You know, we're all just trying to figure it out. Yep. and <laughs> <laughs> It's so true, though. And the, the more that you spend time around adults and kids and you can kind of see the differences, it's really just life experience. That's what I think can guide people in one direction or another. And we're in such a polarized environment. Mm. And it's been terrifying. I think the worst part about COVID is that nobody has agreed on anything, even simple Scientific mm-hmm. facts have just gone totally out the window. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to um, encouraging people to look at information a little bit differently yeah. and to be able to be a little more critically minded. Yeah. That's, I think, my biggest passion is yeah, I think digital that, literacy.
3: I think that's great. I mean, I think if you could get anybody to just be more open minded, like, mm-hmm. I think that's key. I, I, I'm, yeah, I hate Facebook. I have like, it's hard. I, I've, I've almost, really I've almost quit it like. 50 times during COVID, just because <laughs> I think it, it brings out the worst in I some people. I
1: don't get on it. In fact, I actually got on it and I, I liked the, your Facebook page for the first time today. So I was like, Aww. I'm never on, fa- I'm, I live and die by Instagram. Yeah. That's like yeah. my yeah. Uh, my everything. And TikTok. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's my happy place right now. <laughs> I'm like uh, a TikTok creeper. I don't yes. post anything oh, yet, yeah, any, yeah, but yeah. I love I'm watching everything. The content
2: yeah. is really good, it's, so it's good. entertaining and I'm it's obsessed. creative.
1: There's food TikTok. There's dog
0: TikTok. It's like everything that I need. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. My husband is all about the dog and animal TikTok. If he is ever home sick when he gets the man flu, he's home for two full weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and he is nonstop on animal TikTok. Like, They're, it is his favorite thing, and it's the cutest. so good. Their oh,
2: algorithm love it. is so good. I know. It I is. I don't understand because, honestly, like, it's when creepy. I first started watching TikTok – I never liked anything. I never mm-hmm. followed a page, but yet I was getting dogs, gays, makeup. Like I was getting all of the stuff that I love. And I was like, I, I, OK, this is great.
4: Is this all that's on TikTok? <laughs> and they're like, no, because no one else have, is like, getting any feed. of the stuff that I am watching. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. It's
1: also like really great when your friends start to get on like the same <laughs> algorithm. And then like you're sending each other videos. And they're like, oh, I already saw that in my feed. Or
0: it's like, we try and send it. Yeah. 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 My husband's a Reddit guy, and he sees everything before me. It doesn't matter Reddit. what it is. I'm yeah. like, "Hey, babe, see his Me, he's like, "I saw that like four weeks ago. Where have you
2: been?" Uh-huh. Yeah, what? I still don't really understand I think Reddit. Reddit. I use it all the time, but I don't really get it. I
1: think Reddit is like the like the the, the TikTok for males. It is. It's that very analytical. What? Sorry, no, like really, it is. Yeah. Like, like every guy that I know is into Reddit, and they don't want to try TikTok.
4: Seriously. But Reddit
2: and TikTok are just like. I know they're completely so different. different things. I know they're so different. Reddit's, Reddit's been like around forever, boarding. but I
1: just feel like I've yet to meet a guy that's like, "Yeah, I'm on TikTok and Reddit." They're like, "No, I'm,
2: I'm on, on Reddit." I'm on TikTok and Reddit, but <laughs> I don't actually. I don't really. I only time me use Reddit is when I'm looking for something it's like specific. Yeah, so. I don't like scroll through Reddit, but yeah. Anyway,
3: that's another debate. Yep. Um,
1: <laughs> you wanna? You wanna ask? Yeah,
3: me? yeah, I do. Um, well, thank you so much for being on our show and coming and talking about the the, the food scene, the culinary scene in Spokane. Um, I, I agree. I don't think, I don't think, I believe that Spokane is in like the most, um, it, and you're right. It would before COVID, it was in the, it was getting to be this really amazing, like it was blossoming. It was blossoming. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't want that to change. I think, I, I think we can come out of this stronger and I think people are going to, once we can really really get out of it and start going back to normalcy i think we'll be there um but but yeah i'm I, I love the the culinary scene in spokane it's amazing it's it's amazing to live in such a small city and have so much yeah it's really cool we have um such
0: a resilient group of people here yeah. mm-hmm. so they'll pivot they'll pivot hard yeah absolutely
3: um but the one question we ask all of our guests here on spokast is uh why spokane
0: Gosh, you guys, I lived all over the U.S., and there isn't anywhere I would rather live than here. The weather is my favorite because I am a fall and spring girl. I, I live for sweaters and boots and all of that. I'm not really a PSL person. Like, the pumpkin spice thing <laughs> I can do without, but I love, it. I love cold weather, getting out to explore and being in nature. I love to ski. Everything about the people here who really care about – Um, you know, being kind to one another. I feel like the environment is always evolving and there are always things we can do to improve but Spokane's willing to do the work Mm. and there are so many people that I've met who have been so inspiring in being a part of that change and I just keep looking for more of them and they're around every corner. I literally had someone reach out on Facebook who I deeply admired but I'd never met. turned out she lived in my neighborhood and I didn't even know it. So that was like the power of social media. She saw me post on my front porch And recognized it when she drove by. And then said, I want to be your kid's new auntie. Let's hang out and have tea on the porch. I'm like, yes, this is so great. Uh But having the opportunity to live here in a place where it snows and we have all four seasons, I can't imagine somewhere else that I would ever want to be.
4: Mm. I love it. That's great. It's a great,
1: yeah, it's a great place. Even during
4: the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, it really is.
3: I mean, I think we're, we're kind of, we're getting out of it and I think it's getting better. So I think that's. That's key. And, um, I'm sorry that it took a year, almost a year to get you on the show <laughs> Seriously. after no. I, after that I broke, after I broke my face. Like, so, <sighs> so thank you for coming back on. And, uh, this is fun. I am I yeah. cannot I wanna to go to all these places now. I have a list I have a list. You have a list and I Yeah, I have a list. Nate's already gone there, so Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Been
1: there done. That. There's a few that oh, we God. can go together.
2: I always go to the same restaurant, so I need to like I mean yeah, I always like to I try am. new restaurants, but I still go to my same old couple my, of
0: places. Yeah. So
2: I mean and can you just say again where to follow you at just so
0: yes re- you can follow me on instagram at spokane.guild you can find me spokane guild on facebook and our community is spokane guild foodies and if you really want to dig deep the website is spokane awesome
3: awesome thank well thank you, you, thank so, you so much, much. Cheers.
4: Thank you. cheers cheers are, are we
3: gonna
2: oh, do it yeah
1: three right. two one bye, bye. oh bye
3: <laughs>
2: Oh, also, we, like, no, I doing, cannot drink. Doing...
1: I have burps. I'm like over here trying to like not burp. <laughs> it's like car- i like, oh, I know, but like well, that cheese, was a the... horrible idea. Why did we have this? This is
2: SpoCast.
1: Three, two, one. Bye. 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 I don't think I we don't do this. know. These. okay. These okay cool. We're done We'll We're figure done. it out. All right? Right? Yeah. All right. I believe bye. <laughs> You're not <laughs> done though. You have stuff with you.
2: Keep up with us at spocast.com. That is S-P-O-K-A-S-T. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Spokast Podcast.
3: This podcast has been brought to you by Spokecast Productions, produced by Brennan Pointer, Andrea Williams, and Nate Martin.
4: Original music composed by San Silvis. Thank you for listening.